Welcome to the Goddess Tarot Society podcast, Shandor. I am here to welcome you. We're going on a journey through the major arcana cards and I found that you really represented the magician to me because you have the most wonderful manifestation ability. You can really take an idea from the form of the seed, those that are learning the tarot, that represents the ace of pentacles, the idea that comes to us. And you can take that idea and really go forward, take inspired action through your faith and birth it into reality. And that to me is what the magician is all about. So Shandor, you are my wonderful fiance. I've invited you here to share what the magician means to us to help other people understand what does abundance and manifestation mean to you well to start with thank you so much for the invite i'm happy that i could make it <laughs> from the living room to the <laughs> studio yes thank you for the invitation and it feels quiet um kind thing to hear that I am a magician because <laughs> I uh, kind of do see myself as one. So yes, just before the podcast we also discussed uh, manifestation and um, I didn't quite understand in this sense what uh, manifestation means and Hannah did explain it. Um, and yes, it seems like that um, um, so far in, a, in, in my life um, somehow that has just come to me as um, quite a natural thing, really. Do you know where I'm coming from? You you learn quite early, quite an early age that um, you you do only to stand out somehow, and and that you know will be the manifestation of your ideas into you know put it into action. Um, so in a very young age, I knew that you know the, there were there were only a few ways that I could see um, to become someone or to do something in this life, um, and one of them was sport um, to start with, um, and then later on in life um, it became dance um, as I have been used. I used to be. A ballet dancer, um, professional ballet dancer, professional ballet dancer. <laughs> in fact, yes, indeed, uh, for quite a few years. Um, so the, the the basic idea was to stand out somehow, and then um, nowadays, um, I think it flows much more naturally. Um, the manifestation um it's not sort of um a, a forced thing that i just want to stand out you know from that many many people um it's more about um i guess in a way expressing my emotions and um you know you using using my knowledge and talent for things um, and then put those into action or you know, start a business with those. Um, yes. Fabulous. Thank you for sharing. So you're already touching on these different tools that you use in order to utilize birthing your ideas into the material world. With the magician, we have um, all four suits pictured in the card. We have the swords that represent the communication, the cups, the emotional intelligence side of things that you were already touching on, the pentacle to really represent birthing your idea into the reality and the wands, which is your fire, that drive, that determination. And of course, in the Magician card, we have the infinity sign that's above the head of the Magician that represents at all time, all of us have access to source energy. And when we believe in ourselves and tap into not only these positive vibrations and, and a high vibe that many of us talk about in terms of manifestation, the key is that self-worth and believing in yourself. And Shandor, you, as you were touching on, have done so many amazing things, being 
having your career as a professional ballet dancer. Um, what you didn't touch on though was your short career working with a magician, which I think would be super cool <laughs> to share an anecdote of your time at the circus, how you found yourself there, and what was your biggest learning from being a magician, working with the magicians in the circus? Um, yes, um, I wonder myself why I did not mention it because that is the story <laughs> of my life so far. Um, I, yes, so many years ago when I was um, younger and sassy, I thought that the best way um, to start off my life is to run away because you know need to live the um legacy or need to make a legacy anyway so i did run away and i found myself in france in a circus um and i did work with um, magicians and it's quite interesting because um because First, um, when I got into the circus, I had watched um, the magician that worked um, in that current show. And I do remember that I was absolutely amazed by the magic show. Um, and then later on, when I have got involved um, in his um, special show, um, you know, and learned all the tricks and... It was interesting to see how to lose the magic and um, and get something maybe more magical behind it. Because what I realised is that yes, it's, it's beautiful to see um, how they work and and um, you know you get that magic uh, for that few minutes. But it was even uh, more fascinating to me how the magician uses it's tool to create that magical moment and this is where i'm going to go back to the the the, the source and the the elements and and how the magician uses its tools um i think with the magician um i think the stepping stone is to to understand your sources and your tools and and then to learn how to use them and manifest them um, but it was it was a great experience in the circus and uh, I you know I'm not quite sure what was my conclusion and what I really learned from there but it was it was a great experience um, um, you know traveling in, in another country and picking off um, you know pieces um, of their culture but what was really more interesting is 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 that um, I worked with other nationalities rather than French, uh, French people in there. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience. Excellent, fabulous. I love hearing about your stories of the circus and it's great to understand as well that foundational understanding what are your tools what are your greatest strengths that can really allow you to bring forth your desired outcome i'm forever saying to my clients in the tarot readings about energy portals and about really you are the one in charge of your own reality and when we realize it is ourselves that are in charge of our realities we can take a look at the much bigger picture on what are our strengths, how can we play on our strengths in order to create this life whereby it feels easier because we are in the flow. Um, but additionally as well, we both, Shanda and I, have read um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and there's a really interesting thought process on that that in fact ideas come to us and we all work with a genius and it's about tapping into that source and being a clear channel in order for ideas to come to us and that they never actually belong to ourselves per se we are merely a vessel through which it can be carried through us 
And what I wanted to ask was what Shander thought on the book himself and your your thoughts, because I know that really resonates with me, but it's interesting to see um, here your viewpoints on Big Magic. Yes, um, Hannah is definitely making me talk quite a lot. Um, <laughs> um, interesting that you brought it up, because um, just the other day I thought about the book um, and you actually forgot to mention something is that um, what if you don't manifest your idea and put it into action that idea will go somewhere else and find somebody else and that was and that is actually my answer to you that that's what I really liked um, in her book that if you if you feel and and you have that um you know thought that idea that feeling um you should create a space for it and and you know make something out of, out of it or at least just acknowledge that otherwise it will go to some somebody else and and how many times and 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 it is it is a rhetorical question because i know there's so many times and most of the times most of the time um I have ideas, and it, and it usually follows uh, my index fin- finger pointing the sky. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> and saying, I have an idea. <laughs> and that um, kind of just um, became a catchphrase of mine, uh, pointed out by um, Hannah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I would have, you know, ideas came, uh, come to me and, and um, not falling through or, or not um, putting more and deeper thoughts behind it and then you know and I would realize maybe later on um, months or weeks later or years later that someone had the idea and you know um, made something out of it Um, yeah that is my favorite part of uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's book Mm -hmm. and do you have an example of a time whereby you didn't act on one of these ideas that came to you and then you waited a period of time and actually saw it manifest through someone else. Right, I think this might be a a silly example, but I had an idea of um, a monorail that had had a wee um, motor, an engine inside, um, and that um, wheel um, had certain shaped um let's call them the arms on it that could climb um on stairs and then i brought um, the idea to uh, to i brought the idea to to an engineer's attention who actually said that yes it is a great idea but um you know the the we are not quite there yet it could be a a little bit of a futuristic idea because you know you need like a strong engine for that etc etc and then she she started you know explaining what could be um what what would need more um development and what happened is that we just sort of you know i skipped the idea and then a couple of years later i have seen an advertisement that someone invented exactly the same thing um it is still not being made but I like to believe that I am the inventor of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, twenty thirty, the new will motorcycle coming <laughs> coming to a store near you for sure. It's interesting when we talk about that and how strongly we believe that ideas are ours and they belong to us, and that's really our ego speaking. And perhaps if we can put our ego aside and allow ourselves to be a clear channel in order to carry the idea through the birthing pro- process um, and to remove that identification with the idea being ours and how we love to, um, in this day and age, really strongly identify to things as they're ours and how beautiful things could be if we let them flow and let them come through come through us and really let them let them grow so Shandor this channel is all about tuning into our intuition to really follow that feeling that makes us feel light it excites us when you're manifesting 
manifesting or following and achieving your goals, how do you tune in and trust your intuition that that is the path that you should be on and the idea you should be following? I think um, I would I would first go back many many years ago. I think you know when we met um, you and I. Um, I think you were actually um, a big influence of on, on me opening up um, spiritually um, and trying to pay attention more uh, for my intuitions. So I would probably say that you know a few years ago I I, um, I didn't always listen to them or I didn't pay attention to them. Um, nowadays. Um, I learned to accept them and and trust them, I guess. I don't really question them anymore. Um, in fact, um, I get time to time, I get quite a strong um, thought about things and I wouldn't say them. I'm very to put it for you. So I'm, I'm not saying that I could be, you know, predicting things that will happen in my own life, but it's all just, I do get the, you know, intuitive thought that, oh, I know what what will be the, the outcome of something and I, I totally trust it and, and I go with it and, you know, I try to be, I just, I, I guess I'm trying to see that nowadays I do trust my intuitions um, and they don't, they don't really feel like intuitions anymore. They just became a part of my life, and I would like to believe. Mm-hmm. So do they come to you, and in, in the first instance, do the ideas come to you in dreams? Do they come to you in signs and synchronicities? What is the moment, or where is it you feel it in your body that, okay, I'm going to choose that idea? Because we have thousands upon thousands of thoughts that come to us every day. How do you decide which thought you're going to act on? Well, I think we, we could um, mention that gut feeling um, to start with, because sometimes we do talk about that. And I think that is a good start. Um, some Somehow I, I, I do believe that the gut feeling could be, you know, more of your brain creating a reasonable answer um, to some of the questions that you ask yourself what happening in, in life but the, you know there are things that sort of different things with you know having an intuition about something um, and then and then there are the dreams as you asked um, I think I just started to pay attention to my dreams not long ago um, I would probably say maybe the last year and it's interesting to see I feel personally that um, that your dreams are definitely a reflection of something that is going on in your mind and it could be quite deep down you know that you you know things that you subconsciously hesitating about or or bothering you um, I definitely pay more attention to my dreams and in fact you know I'm, I'm sort of trying to translate them um, why would that come out and and um, most recently I have been um, dreaming about a person who I sort of fell out um, and I guess you know I just realized that maybe the, the reason is because we never really had you know, an end of our friendship or we never finished the story, we never explained to each other what happened or why it happened um, or um, I had um, a dream about um, getting a new job um, which of course I desired and it could be translated that because I am excited about it but again, you know, other 
things you know they they point in the same direction like you know i feel the good energies about it and and i think those those energies are reflecting in the dreams as well so i guess there are different um, ways ways to interpret your your dreams but i would definitely say that they are um hiding some of your truth oh i like that hiding some of your truths expanding that point um, so because I would probably say, and I hope you don't mind me saying that, but you know, we, we talked about like trust issues as well. Um or um, you know, feeling maybe we are not good enough for things and and um you know, for example, having dreams about your old classmates or the people that used to hang out when you were a wee kid. Um, that could be, you know, interpreted and maybe you don't consciously think about it, but, you know, it could be still bothering you without you knowing it. And it's still there as an adult person, you know, Mm. you still um, get insecure um, and that is hiding in your dreams because maybe if you never dreamt about it, I'm not sure if you would ever think about it as well. Mm -mm, Because it is really hidden down in the subconscious that's certainly true for me my dreams personally are more working through my shadow side working through unresolved issues whether that's self-doubt trust issues and it brings to the surface what I like to work through with my therapist and things so I can really propel myself in terms of self-development and tie up loose ends that's what my dreams mean to me as I've been recording them and writing them down in the morning with one eye open (laughs) I started doing that and uh, I'm not really writing it down in a notepad at the moment I just sent a couple of emails to myself and (laughs) you know when you when you actually remember like you know later on the day at the afternoon oh that you know I had a dream and I wrote it down and I'm I I I just read um the other day what I wrote down and it was something like cave dot cave art dot good be good movie dot (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes you know it's it's nothing behind it but it's it's good um I think you you must you must get into a practice of uh, actually writing writing down um your dreams and provide um to try and and get as much out of it as you can because maybe my dreams uh, per my dreams purpose wasn't quite the cave art but maybe you know the people I was surrounded by and I never actually thought about it Mm, yeah yeah and I was going to come on to that as well whereby my dreams are me working through my shadow side and seeing what healing I need to be done because naturally as an intuitive healer I do a lot of work on myself and that's how my dreams help me but my dreams are not a tool for me to access my manifestation at this time whereby that's really something that comes through strongly in your dream Shandor whereby you will get these ideas for perhaps a book or a movie. Oh yeah that's absolutely and I don't even know why I missed it out but my dreams you know are the birthplace of my greatest ideas mm, mm. not quite the monoreal but <laughs> <laughs> do they come do the ideas first come to you in a dream you touched on before about their confirmations that you're on the right path so listening to your dreams really as you tuning into your higher self your intuition it's that yes it's a synchronicity yes carry on with that idea but are you saying then your dream land your dream place is actually almost the breeding ground for okay. your I ideas. think now I can say that so far I can make um, I can separate at least two different qualities of sleeping so my ideas come to me in this stage when I'm falling asleep but not quite sleeping yet so you do you, you know that you have that state of mind when you when you're still aware of outside but you already in a dreaming ish yes you're in a trans like trans like state yes that's right not quite there but you know already pretending to sleep <laughs> <laughs> um, as we always say because isn't that funny how you just need to pretend <laughs> to sleep to be able before to you sleep? Yeah, before I know you sometimes sleep. before we go to bed, you'll you'll say, Imagine you, Hannah, Hannah, are are you 
are you pretending to sleep? And I'm like, yes, you must <laughs> pretend to sleep so you can go to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously they, they, so, and then I do get my ideas in that, um, in that not quite their state. Um, because I think I have um, a stronger control over it. Okay. So I feel like um, I feel like what I can do is like my mind frees up. It, you know, it's 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 quite free um, in that state, and I can go with it. So, and then all of a the sudden, there is this. Um, thought comes to me and then I can control it and and you know um, move the string of my pop-up dream but it sort of comes to me as well so it seems like that my mind is creating things which I am aware of and I have a word in it but and the same time, if you go into a deeper state of sleeping, I am just experiencing what's going on in my mind. I have no control over it or yet to come. So do you have control over what happens in your dream? Right. So when I get my ideas... So like lucid dreaming almost. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying that, I'm, you know, I'm great at... Like, I'm, I'm really not... And that probably would take some practice to um, control... Um, the state of sleeping or the state of your mind um, and I can't really but I, f- I certainly feel that you know I have a word in that and, and I can sort of control that meanwhile it's still coming to me quite subconsciously but then when you when you actually fell asleep and get into the stage which you don't actually remember what's going on around you and you're just in your mind and you know some point during your sleep and you get your weird dream because it's always somehow it's always weird. Not for everyone, I guess. You know, it's just really. I'm actually person, jealous. I heard I the other day dreams. about some people dream that they're like putting out the laundry or you know just having a nice. Um, walk or sunbathing in these things. Mine, I'm always being chased by something or something's Monsters. going wrong. Like, don't know what that says about my subconscious, but <laughs> yeah. And you know, so putting the idea, and I guess that's that's how we we gonna stretch back to the magician, because then you know you do get some of these ideas, and then you're trying to harvest them and, and 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 then you know maybe put in your wee note, notebook and you know some of them is a great idea some of them just going to be cave art <laughs> um, as it's been um but yeah so so turning back to the magician i guess that's that's way that's way um comes to the point that you will you will take an action or or, or no you will take an action but i do take an action um, and then at this point to mention, you know, you, you will need to understand and and know your tools and um, how to put these sections in. And I think this is this is my talent in life. Um, or we actually, we actually, oh, there we go. So we, we actually had this conversation with Hannah yesterday um, when she um, asked me and um, asked me a question. Um, and um, it was not a rhetorical question, and uh, I couldn't answer. So, um, and I've been think I've, I've I've been thinking about it. I couldn't come up with an answer. But um, so she asked me, "What is my gift?" And um, well, to start with, uh, my birthday is coming up in the next couple of weeks. So um, I thought mm, you shouldn't be, you know, asking me. <laughs> um, but no. So um, to put the jokes apart, um, to the side. So I think that might be my gift that I either have the talent or or I learned um, or I practiced or both or all of them um, how to take action and and put your ideas um, um, and manifest them. Mm-mm. I've seen your work and it is really beautiful to see how quickly you can take an idea from the form of a seed all the way through to it starting to take place in the real world with your cake company that you built with the COVID pandemic going on and you not 
being with a job. You literally created a job for yourself and manifested this, which came from a dream, or did that one come from a dream, or was that, that just a strong intuition? That very specific um, did not come um, from a dream, but the basic idea was to basically because obviously when we when we had one of one of the lockdowns from many we couldn't go and visit um you know grandparents or family or friends and then it came from the idea of oh why don't we send some cakes for them and then obviously you know when i have an idea what happens in my in my brain is that there are about a hundred or a thousand questions that pops up questions that will move the idea for forward such as you know when i had okay so um how are we going to send uh, cakes to people and, and you know how people are going to be able to get in touch with us and then we send their friends and then what we're going to put them in and then what the cake is going to be because it's going to going to have to travel and then is it going to be only in the place we live in which is glasgow currently um and then you know and so on and so on and so on um Yes. So yeah, you just you literally took this idea and you approach all these questions and you take such quick quick action, which has been such an inspiration for me as well because I love deep thinking and going into all the different scenarios and what I can do in building. And recently I had this realization while speaking to one of my friends, I was asked, are you a perfectionist? Being a Virgo sometimes being a perfectionist is associated to that um, sign being in your chart and that is my sun sign and I thought no do you know I don't relate to that I'm not a perfectionist and it wasn't until I saw I know I'm getting (laughs) I'm getting there (laughs) Um, when I realized looking at Shandor and he would take inspired action with what he has then not worrying about the perfect outcome just getting that momentum going so that he can learn as he goes in fact that's my source you know yeah 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 that's your source whereby my perfectionism and why I couldn't see it was my perfectionism was stopping me from even starting to manifest from starting to work on my spiritual business not even opening the door because I wanted it to be just right and if you're always waiting for it to be just right which is a total Goldilocks moment when you're waiting for that it'll never that will never come to you so you must get comfortable with taking inspired imperfect action and really building up that momentum so you can learn along the way and how much have you been learning from the cake company exactly massive do you know and isn't that just the greatest way to learn that you allow yourself um, to fail? Yeah, yeah. Do you know? And and is it really a failure? No. Because I think what you should really um, recognise as a success is to accept your failures. It's because you don't learn from success you, you only learn from failures. Let's talk about it. Talk about failure. More, more, more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I always say, and you know, um, and you know yourself, the last um, many, many years I've been um, working with people and and I always say that, you know, when you, when you, when you even if you, you are a, a, a perfectionist, um, why you should allow yourself not to be perfect is that because once you you recognize your weaknesses that's when that's where you can turn them into your strength mm-hmm. so that's why you need to fail and that's why they say that it's good to fail and then you know because then you can learn from it it's because you need to understand your weakness mm. to make it your strength mm-hmm. and to work on that however um I also would say as well... There's no, there is no such thing as... Do you know what they say? There was... Um, I was some philosopher. I don't even remember who. And I'm, I'm not even going to pretend <laughs> that I know or it was uh, a Greek or, or a German. Um, but I do remember that someone said that perfection lies in imperfection. Yeah. That's really beautiful. It really is. Because in a world where we are 
constantly looking at other people's lives and how they're portraying their lives in social media and comparing ourselves to these other people. These other people have so much going on behind the scenes that like what you see in their social media is just the tip of the iceberg and what we can really just see that scratches the surface. You don't know what goes under underneath that. And with failure and embracing failure, sure, you can make your weaknesses into your strengths, but always be mindful when ma- manifesting to focus on abundance, to focus on the positives. Before you're working on turning your weaknesses into strengths, what are your strengths? We live in this society it's at It's true, moment. you're very true, mm. because first you do need to understand your strengths. Yeah. Do you know? Instead can of I focusing bake? on the lack. So, do you know, I have a great idea to send people um, cakes and, you know, I'll do that for you and you pay me money and then I'll be happy, do you know, because I'll have something to eat, but can I bake? So I guess you're right. You do need to understand first your strengths yeah. and then allow yourself to get on the bumpy road. Yeah, yeah. Because when we act, when we decide what our strengths is and identify them, and if you're at that initial stage of identifying your strengths, I invite you, after listening to this podcast or even pause it and call up a friend and ask some of your most trusted friends or people that have known you for a long time what they perceive your strengths to be as. Because sometimes it could be something that's in your blind spot that you can't see, that's a real, that is your gift that you offer the world. Sorry, do you see them to ask their friends what, you know, if you're seeing that me calling up my friends and ask them what my strength is, or ask them what their strength is? I suppose it's a conversation with both, but if you are struggling to see and identify your strengths as in this world, especially as females constantly apologising for being in a space or saying, oh no, but if somebody compliments your hair, oh no, my hair doesn't look good and, and feeling that need to bounce off that, why can't we really attune to what we are good at and why isn't it okay to say I'm really good at XYZ and just allowing that to shine out of you, to tune into your authentic self and when we're really following that path that makes us feel good and lights us up, we light up other people's lives as well as our own when we can act in service to other people but really at the start of your manifestation abilities to jump start that and take yourself further that eight of wands that energy that's just free flowing and carries you down the river without you needing to put much effort sure inspired action is key but when you know what your strengths are you can jump in that river and you can paddle to take yourself downstream quicker but you're not picking something whereby you're paddling upstream that isn't a natural strength of yours that's really at the core of the business or the idea you have when we're talking about manifestation it doesn't need to be manifesting um, a job or a career or money it doesn't need to be money it could be manifesting your person for example and understanding what values you're looking for in somebody what are your love languages and how can you what do you think what's your love language words of affirmation for sure Okay. Tell me I'm beautiful and tell me how amazing I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> really? What do you think my love language a, is? Definitely love. <laughs> well, love language, <laughs> duh. But you've um, got love languages, you've got words of affirmation, you've got touch, you have... Oh, goodness me, they're flying out my brain and they're usually right there. So when manifesting a person into your life, this could be your next love, for example. Um, We were talking about the five love languages. So the five love languages to choose from are the words of affirmation, which I believe is my love language, though we are having a bit of a debate about that. Gifts, so to be gifted things. I think that's me. Gifts, really? No, I like gifting. You do like gifting, but, but is that, that because you like... Yeah, but that's what we, what we spoke um, about the other day, that you do things to the mm. other that you want 
to receive yourself, mm, I mm, guess. Mm, mm, I'm not saying that I want, you know, I want to be swimming in gold and these things. <laughs> I mean, I would if I could. <laughs> but, um, that Taurus energy coming through there. I know. <laughs> yeah, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So the other would be acts of service. So doing something for another. You do that for me quite a lot. Is that one of yeah. your love languages then? Well, it seems like because I acts constantly cook and <laughs> clean and <laughs> do things for you and get you a coffee. Thanks. Hannah is getting red. Today. I'm glad <laughs> So moving on. <laughs> um, we know that I like to be a bit of a princess sometimes. So um, Don't the, be other, <laughs> the other is quality time spending time with another person and then the fifth one being physical touch and though i mean i think we great with all of them really yeah i know you need a balance but we do it's great to do the test online and i invite you to do so after this podcast or get on it because when you can understand what love language you have and your partner which could change over time what your like your leading love language is it can make communicating a lot easier we won't go into it, but there's a similar thing for apologising as well, if you were to have like conflict sort of resolution languages as well. But I definitely would say my main love language is words of affirmation. And my friends all know it. All my best friends know if I'm having a down day just to big me up and um, help me see my strength to see me through my self-doubt. Because we all have self-doubt. But back to manifesting a person, we've discussed this briefly before. So I believe that I manifested you into my life by taking the time I over... I thought I manifested you in my life. Yeah, so what? Where intention goes, energy flows. So here we go. <laughs> we really brought each That's other into... the third into... time I heard this today. <laughs> <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> How do you say where... Where intention goes. Where intention goes. Energy flows. Energy flows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let's, let's all repeat that. <laughs> where intention, where intention flows, flows. Energy, energy goes. goes. There we go, guys. <laughs> So with manifesting a person, I love journaling. I highly recommend journaling for manifesting so you can get down on paper and communicate with the universe and yourself clearly what you want. If journaling isn't your thing, speak to one of your, a trusted friend, start speaking it out into existence. If you like meditation and prayer, you could always um, pray for these things as well by speaking it out into existence so I wrote down all the traits I wanted in a person and I went big with all the different personality traits I I wanted (laughs) it is a compliment so I really was working on my own self-worth and making sure my cup was full so that whoever I was welcoming into my life do you know I think that is very important sorry for interrupting you I think that is um, very important to start with yourself yeah yeah do you know you're the love I, of your own life i exactly. say it and to all my clients you are the love of your own life first yeah, and foremost that's right. Mm-hmm. that's right yeah you spend the most time with yourself and if you feel that you're avoiding spending time with yourself look into that and ask yourself why do i want not want to spend time with myself that could be reading a book you know taking a bath or just sitting in with your thoughts if your resistance to that sometimes it seems that there's takes, a block. That takes practice. Yeah, you yeah, know. it does. And that could be that could be quite scary as well if mm. you're not used to it. But I think it's really important to get to know yourself because without that, you know, it, it will be hard to get to know other people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you probably won't live the best. You won't be able to, to make the best of a relationship as well. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Because if you can clearly see through self-development what your needs and wants are, for example, what is your love language and how can you give that love to yourself as well? So instead of seeking for it from an external source, never shame yourself for that because this society and this day and age, we're taught through capitalism to seek everything outside ourselves, And that's why so many of us are miserable. So yeah. how can you give that love to yourself 
so that you're happy on your own. So if there is somebody that comes in your life and they don't meet all the requirements on your list, and I would recommend having deal breakers. So the person must have these traits mm-hmm. or I must be able to see these things. And what was your deal person. breaker? Oh, now you're going back. I should go and get the journal out and see exactly like <laughs> what I wrote. I kind of took different personalities from famous people or people I knew that I admired. Uh, can or we just mention really, that I am like, not a Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was. I, I quite liked... And this is a strange personality, but I quite like people that are really outgoing and express themselves in unique ways. So Russell okay. Brand kind of personality oh, kind really? of came from <laughs> as part of it and being able to express yourself as you want. So that could come across in somebody's fashion sense and you okay. have a really unique fashion sense, for example. And these were... That wasn't a bre- deal breaker to be to be Just very fashionable. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, nothing wrong with that. I was, um, I think for me, it was somebody that was really living. My main deal breaker was that they were living within their truth, and I love to travel. It is a deep love of mine. I want to do it throughout the rest of my life. One of my deal breakers was to have somebody that was open-minded and would be willing to uproot their life at any point, which we plan to do all the time. There's always a new plan that comes up. And I think I was my deal breakers were looking at my values and looking at what I liked and what my joys were in life to know that I'd really seek that in a person. And from my experiences with other people or dating other people, I knew clearly what I didn't want. So they were perhaps what my deal breakers were. But be careful in manifestation when you focus on what you don't want because sometimes the intention is still there and the universe doesn't really hear that you don't want that. It may actually bring those things into your life. So though be aware, try and turn what you don't like into what you do want. So if you don't want somebody that is going to be to abuse your trust, for example, you're looking for a trustworthy person. Uh-huh. And I guess, you know, I'm just thinking about these things um, to, to specify, you know, your deal breaker and, and, you know, what you're really attracted to, etc, etc. Um, I guess you could just write these down because mm-hmm. I, I find myself, mm-hmm. I find myself being um, much more clear about things if I write them down mm-hmm. because then, you know, that I've, I've not just overstep a thought, but I'll, I'll, I'll give time for it. And as well, if you think about the word spelling, I've heard this many times and it resonates hard with me. I'm being called to share. If you think about magic and doing a spell and really bringing something into your existence in that way, the word spelling, when you write down on paper, you're spelling, you're casting that in spell, creating that intention. And intention is really at the heart of everything, really, like where you intend to go and how you can use that. And after you've done your list, um, I'd always re- I'd always recommend putting at least one thing in terms of maybe looks on your manifestation, your person list. So then when the universe brings that person in, if you want them to be, I don't know, have green eyes, for example, it's making it quite specific, maybe. <laughs> or if you want them to have a sparkle in their eye or something, um, asking for something so it can be obvious when this person is brought to you. Um, but sometimes there's a test or two before your person comes in. So be patient and don't accept anything less than what you're worth as well. Okay. And that's why the self-love thing. So mm-hmm. you can build up a really high level of your self-worth. So when you do date somebody that does something questionable, you can call them on it because you're not scared of losing this person that potentially isn't even your person. Mm-hmm. You're investing in this time to them, but why are you investing in this time? Do they make you feel good about yourself? Do you have that free-flowing communication? One of my biggest things is somebody to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. And these are things you can sense out the more you explore what you want, you can start to see it quicker, but it is a whole process when you're inviting in some someday because often we have some lessons to learn, to clear. We always have lessons to yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, be mindful of that when you're manifesting your person. It did not happen straight away for me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's happened. <laughs> How do you find... So that's really interesting that we both... 
felt like we manifested a person what was your process mine was very spiritual I was already tapped into my spirituality and I'd heard through Lisa Lister's book Witch and Love Your Lady Landscape about the possibility of manifesting like a romantic partner but as you said previously you've just started developing your spirituality more after yes I think I think at this point um, and when we met um, it just seems like that you've done your homework and you know you 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 put you put down your deal breaker on paper (laughs) I just feel I was just a lad don't bring it to the first date (laughs) (laughs) and I just feel I was I was just a lad that showed up you know, for a first date, um, you're cute. You brought me macarons to the bowling club, um, <laughs> and I made some horrible looking macarons. <laughs> um, that was my first try. Um, they got they got much better. Just to <laughs> mention, did, yeah. By the third date, they were excellent. Yeah, they were. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like macarons. Yes, um, the macarons, not the dates. The dates were <laughs> the dates were great on the first time as well. Um, um, no, so. You, you know, when we... Um, to me, it wasn't as clear as it was um, for you. But um, what I really looked for, um, and that's what was clear, is, is good communication. Um, also, I, I wanted us to step out of the, um, those common since dates and you know maybe step out of our comfort zone a little bit um, instead of you know let's say going for a drink and then just get to know each other and find some adventures and Mm -hmm. um, do something um, doing something different doing something different exactly you're taking a new perspective having a different experience with somebody that really heightens the experience as well and I think I suppose it helps with me like I don't drink anymore so I wouldn't actually feel comfortable going to a bar for a first date but I know that's very much a go-to for many people to go for a drink and you know loosen up with um, some some drinks but yeah I was looking for the same thing because I was conscious I didn't want to go um, to a bar to to be around people that are all drinking and you know I think it feels like when you when you do when you go for um, when you go to to do something you know even if you go to um, um, mountain biking or you go science to the science centre what's that the science centre or the science centre yeah, it's go. so romantic I know it was really nice um, so you know, you find yourself acting in in a in a quite natural way, mm. um, the way that you would act, in, you know, and just in your normal life. Because I feel when you go to a bar and, and you know, um, it's the same as your clothes. You just put on something. Um, so you, what what I really mean is that I think there's a little bit of pretending. Because you want to show your very best, but and it's easy to put on a mask. I think, yes, depends on the person. But I think is if it, to me going out for a drinks as a first date, um, it's an easy way. It's mm. probably the easiest way um, to to do. Yeah, I suppose. But a dates are a little bit like an interview as well. Like a, a play fun interview. You don't show up to your job interview and be like, okay lay everything out in the table like let's just talk about my weaknesses you know like you do that's why coming back to what we're talking about is understanding your strengths how can you really turn up be yourself and shine your strengths through rather than working on it or coming from a place of lack because manifestation no matter what you're manifesting a person your dream job your dream home it's all about focusing on abundance on the good rather than what you're lacking so now that you mention interviews interviews um i'm actually just um before um an interview um of you know a, a great job opportunity and mm. and literally dream job vibes um, quite quite um literally a dream job type yeah that's why i picked you for the magician uh, <laughs> manifesting all these things but then that's so how how do you manifest and and prepare yourself and use your tools for a situation like that for, for an you know an important interview yeah um, and i'll start so i i know that i, I will try uh, you know to to give myself 
um, because that's the only way I know. Um, I want to be myself and mm. you know be able to um, show my sh- strengths. Mm. Um, but how do you think how how manifestation works in a situation like this? Sure. Well, I think you can start from the beginning, even to get that opportunity to flow to you. Right, we're working on our strengths, we understand our strengths, we've been building on our self-worth, we are our own cheerleader, we bring people into our lives that are also going to be our cheerleaders, so any friends that take the mickey out of you a lot or really focus on your weaknesses, question should you have these people around in your life often if they are kind of bringing your vibe down, however you must actually apply for the dream job. It seems such a simple step but the dream job isn't always going to come to you. How can you do dream boards work for you? Is it having a picture that represents that organisation or that business, that industry on a dream board or in a picture beside your bed or somewhere that you're going to see it every day? Is that visualisation? But that picture is not going to have somebody from the company phoning you up asking to interview you. You must be open to receive. Always ask for the best possible outcome to happen because maybe your dream job is actually something you can't even imagine so always let the universe know or source god whatever you believe in to bring forth the best possible opportunity however you must take that inspired action you must move gain momentum um how can you get experience working in that industry if your dream job is so far removed from what you do how can you start being in places that, I don't know, perhaps a bar or a place where the people go to that work in that place so you can start making that connections. Be really creative of how you can even first get that opportunity. Yeah, but do, do you know what I think? I think just to mention quickly in that point is that when you speak about a dream job, um, that, do you know... Um, I would I would question myself, and uh, I like to question myself. Um, why is it my dream job? Is it actually my dream job? And you know, I'm sort of like go back to um, to see what my expectations is, mm. because I remember that like you know um, years ago when I thought that oh you know I just applied and I went for my dream job and I got the job and I and I realized I didn't really like it, mm. um, because sometimes to me it just felt like the right thing to do the right job to go for but i didn't quite understand why i'm going mm. you know for that and nowadays you know i i understand the first of it you know that there's a job opportunity and uh, and i ask myself and i double check with myself that is it really what i want to do because i think it's really important to mention that's one of the reasons why i brought it up is to 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 make sure that you dedicate your your precious time to the thing that you really want to do. Oh yeah. And if you don't want to do that thing, you don't have to. And I think it comes back to to a point that sometimes we just need to be a little bit more brave mm-hmm. and say that I'm gonna do the thing that I really want to do. And sometimes you might need help for it, you know, mm. and, and you know someone or maybe your cheerleaders, yeah. cheerleaders or midwives friends. that help us birth our ideas into reality. Exactly, there we go, that was beautiful. <laughs> um so yeah, and then but that and again I think that's where I want to go back to the magician. You need to use your own tools and to understand what you really want and what what you really have mm. and and then manifest that and turn yeah. it into manifestation. Yeah. And all, um, albeit we're asking you to be brave, push yourself out of your comfort zone, but make sure you're setting yourself up for success. Don't end this podcast and decide, right, I'm handing my notice in, we're just going to wait for the next manifestation to flow. Have you been doing the actions? Are you setting it up for yourself before you make that leap of faith? So the fool comes before the magician, so you make that leap of faith um, first and embark on that journey and then you step into the magician because you've already been setting yourself up and the energy is flowing and that's the next part of the adventure of the major arcana. Anyways, I have absolutely loved doing 
one of the first podcasts with my lovely fiance. It's been great talking That's about nice. <laughs> your experience in the circus. Um, what else were we talking about how you manifest things talking about our dreams and then we got to even manifesting that we manifested each other into each other's life and what you seek is seeking you so just tap into that self-love that self-worth and really take the steps and gain momentum so that you can fully embody the magician energy and yeah I'll just end with saying where intention goes what is that? I forgot my own line. <laughs> Where intention flows, energy goes. <laughs> there, intention flows, and energy <laughs> goes. <laughs> and that's where we were. Okay, thanks very much for having me. Um, I really enjoyed um, spending this um, extra hour and coming from the living room to the studio. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks very much, and thank you guys for listening to us. Um, and I believe that next time you will be talking about the High Priestess with Bianca, the oh, Earth Oracle. Yeah, that so sounds amazing. We'll be diving in to a really juicy session all about intuition, psychic abilities, and also the story of how me and Bianca met and found each other. And she really was the person that guides me through and taught me the tarot. So, yeah, it'll be a great oh, Amazing, episode. that will be a yeah. great, mm-hmm. that will be a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to check out the Goddess Tarot Society on Instagram. Oh, thanks. And <laughs> my dear lover, Hannah, uh, has also got um, a wee Etsy shop where, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the readings are available. So, yeah, uh, give her a shout. And <laughs> thanks again. And I say goodbye <laughs> to everyone. Oh, thanks, Shandor. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Mwah, mwah, mwah.